You got to just create the content. How do you like it? How do you like it to, to so, create content there? Like, like, let me ask you something. Yeah. Is it is because um, I see like your thing you do. You're doing the podcasting now, right? By byproduct performance. Um, I I took a little break from it, but I need to. I'm restarting it. Uh, and how do you? Manga. So shout out, go check out by byproduct performance podcast right there how do you get how'd you okay. get into yeah. that there we go, go check it out in the show notes. um well basically um so as far as the podcasting side of it like i started just coming on as a guest like i am right now with yep. a bunch of other people's podcasts and i recognized the value that it gave me it was kind of that like refuel and recharge to be able to talk to people in the industry you know about fitness things about life um, and through that recognition of like, Hey, I feel better whenever I do these. And like, it's better connecting with people that I'm not seeing, um, so often. And so eventually it got to the point of, it was like, well, right now I'm just limited on going on to people's podcasts. And there's a lot of people I want to talk to that don't have podcasts. So I was like, well, looks like I have to have a podcast now. Um, so I kicked the, I actually kicked it off with a trip to out to Ohio. I stopped in uh, St. Louis and met with Matt Vincent and did podcast in his studio. Uh, went out to um, London, Ohio to Elite FTS. Met Sam for the first time in person. Um, we trained that weekend and that Sunday did a podcast. So the first two guests were Matt Vincent, Sam Brown, and just kind of ran from that for a little bit. And then um, got rolling for a bit, uh, had to stop for a bit with just how crazy and hectic schedules get. Um, but yeah, relaunching it. But that's really what, what got me started into it was just recognizing the value of those conversations and realizing that like, it's way easier if you just have your own, <laughs> be like, Hey, you want to come on instead of just like, Hey, we should talk, but you don't have a podcast. Yeah. I don't have a podcast. So it is, it is, I don't have a solution. Yeah, it no. is pretty dope. Like podcasting in general. Right. Like I noticed that being home from uh, work that I'm doing it more. And like just conversations in general, when you get into really deep and it doesn't have to be about metaphysical things. It could be about anything, but you go deep, skateboarding. When me and Devani go deep into skateboarding, I'm like, why don't we just record this? You know what I mean? Like, nope. because you know, it is like people because people be like, oh, why don't you just have a conversation with people? You could that's great. I'm all for that. But now this shows other people to have conversations mm -hmm. and maybe other people like what we're talking about, to have other people on. And it's an amazing thing to uh also what your thoughts are going through to like bounce them with other people, be like a little tennis match. You know what I mean? And to me, that's how you get better at things, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know, if we sit down and talk about fitness together, I'll learn from you, you learn from me. You know, it's a, it's a, that's what I love about podcasting. It's just people talking to people, you know, it's open conversation, mm -hmm. phenomenal stuff. Yeah, it's exactly that. Like you have that readily available soundboard from the person that you're talking to that, you know, you can, you get into conversations that you're not openly having on the regular. And so it's real time figuring it out, but it's also like, it's also getting to talk to somebody like just about something they're passionate about. Like it's fun to talk to people about something they're passionate about. It doesn't really matter what that passion is, but being able to feel somebody's energy on the passion and just hear their thoughts on why they're passionate about what they're passionate about it. Like yeah. that gets you passionate it's, about, I don't, 
I don't know anything <laughs> about skateboards, but let's talk about yeah, skateboards. Exactly. I was just gonna say that too, as you guys were talking. I was like, I think it's the the passion we we have going into the conversations we have, you know, and I think it's also we're seeking people out to have that with like you said there that's how you started your podcast i think that's i was going to ask you do you have a plan to do that off like when you were like i'm gonna start a podcast this is how i want to start it or is it just like kind of a fluke thing because i think that was a genius way to start to like get yeah those are two big heavy hitters to start a podcast with like oh, that yeah. and, yeah, about, and then curious, like one thing before i forget london ohio you said right london Blue okay. Yeah, that's where Blue Elite is. Uh, it's right Blue next to See, another thing that America has over okay. England. We even took your name and made it better. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, it it actually wasn't wasn't my initial plan because, like, I I hate the technical so, side of this. Oh, stuff. Man. <laughs> so I tried to put it, it off as long as I could until like it was no longer an option. Yep. And the funny, like the funny thing, honestly, how it came about. So I put out a uh, story. It was like, "Hey, who, whose podcast should I, I go?" Remember on? that? Was like, yep. like tag them and list mm-hmm. them. And so, like, got a bunch of them. Well, somebody tagged Matt, and Matt replied to it because I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to. Like, I'd love to talk to Matt. I don't think like I'm there to go on his podcast, but like he's dope, and maybe in the future." Mm-hmm. So Matt replied back to me, and he was like. Yeah, I'd love to come on your podcast. So instead of being like, like, I don't have a podcast, I was like, (laughs) well, looks like I have a podcast now. That's amazing. That's so dope. And like I'd already already had a a trip planned out to go to Ohio to um, meet Sam and train there and um, meet Dave. And so I was like, okay, well, it's it's like a, you know, 45 minute dip from this straight shot to London. So let me just hit them up, see if uh, this week, like if that travel time works and just dipped in, hung out there for a while, trained, did a podcast, got back on the road and did the rest of the weekend in Ohio. Dude, that's talk about just life kind of setting itself up. Right. I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm a firm believer. Me and Lou talk about this all the time, but you know, things happen for the certain reason they do at the certain times. And that sounds like one of those times for sure. Just like happened to be that way. And I love how you adapted to and were like, because you easily could have been like, well, uh, I don't I don't have a podcast, but could I uh, maybe get on yours? You know, like you were just like, all right, yeah, no, cool. Let's get it. Like here, well, I got the podcast. We're about to we're about to be coming. So that's tight. That shows that. Yeah. And adaptation. And man, the like funniest thing about that is, you know, I bought this. I don't know. I bought this whole like starter kit with headphones and microphone and like all the fancy shit, spent a couple hundred dollars on it. And like on that trip, it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily enough, like the night before I was like, I should probably have two microphones. There's no way I can go and get this like expensive one ass here in time again. Mm -hmm. So I went to Walmart, bought a $20 microphone and that's what I've been recording on Mm -hmm. since. I have the same thing like this is my first ever microphone from episode one till like probably more recently 30 or something <laughs> like that like, you want to talk about my I'll get you both be so. right now I'm in Louis trust the first 20 <laughs> the first <laughs> 20 is... episodes were recorded with mics that didn't work <laughs> that we didn't know they didn't work the whole time <laughs> we, me and my brother were holding microphones like this talking into them 
to find out that they never were recording. <laughs> and it was just us screaming. So to you this day, I use like the, that's funny you brought this up and I'm glad you did. Cause I'm where the next thing I'm asking, what do you use? Cause I was just telling him like, yo, I really got to like step this up and, and get the mics. Cause I was listening to re-listen to some of our podcasts. I'm like, yeah, you could, it's a noticeable difference between how we sound and I got to really step that up. Well, that's, well, that's also too, cause of this virtual thing. There's like that, like zoom call sound to it. Like when, whenever you do yeah, this you, like, you, you stuff, sound so, I mean, crisp. Really you sound cr- and it's also, I got that, that voice. I got that, I got that, whiskey that real, voice. <laughs> maybe I'll get some like singing lessons or something oh. to try to soften up my voice. Too. Uh, you know, it's funny. Actually, you brought that up, Lou. And I don't know if there, if you heard the episode, like when me and Lou partnered up and you came here for the first time and stuff, and we did a podcast and we thought the whole time, like we were talking into these microphones, like so confident, like we were talking into it. And I, hands down, yeah, one of our best podcasts, go back and listen to it if you haven't, I'll put it in the show notes because we were just gooning the whole time. But, uh, all of a sudden he's like, dude, uh, I just realized we didn't record any of that on the microphone. It was like the laptop was like away from us on the table and it was just recording <laughs> off the laptop the whole time. But that's it. It works out that way sometimes. It's all about, you know? I guess it's all about just getting it going yeah, and then yeah. figuring it out in the way. Yeah, creating it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah, it's getting it going and it's like being willing to adapt to it. And like yes. the, the biggest thing that I had conversations about on that first trip with those first two episodes was like, there's like having the availability um, to meet like we are now, mm-hmm. like over like online and through the computer and everything like it's it's allowed a lot more opportunity for it but it's almost even propped up um propped up more the value of being in person like how much more it means now Mm. showing up like making that trip and being able to do it in person like i think think having that other option like it's helped a ton with convenience but it's also like helped um, prioritize the value of just in-person contact and conversation. Do you think it's um, no on that? Do you think it's also in like helped people reach out more than they usually would have by chance? You know, before we kind of got into this age of like the video podcasting or podcasting in general, do you think people maybe reached out as often as they do, or do you think they maybe reach out more, which is creating more of those chances for people to get together in person? Yeah, I think, I think like it's always been an option, but with like during these last two years, I think it really like just opened people's eyes or at least my eyes of like, Hey, this has always been an option that I haven't been using. It's like to probably use this more. Um, And, you know, just, I think through that availability of like more convenient conversations, um, because what in the last five days I've probably been on, six to eight calls with people all around the country or like Mac in Australia um, that, that I think sets it up a lot more for, Hey, we can do these quicker, shorter, more convenient ones with a lot of times where like, if these are happening or like, if there's like that connection to prioritize doing in-person sessions, Mm -hmm. like me and uh, me and Sam just put this out last week. Like we're doing a um, seminar in Kansas city in January at the end of January with a, another coach local, but like that wouldn't have happened without, um, you know, going through the connections of prescript and then without the trip mm-hmm. and then without like us recognizing like, Hey, let's do something together. Like it all came about through an online setting, but then getting in person, getting to meet just kind of 
steamrolled that in. Um, yeah, when in January that is momentum that? momentum going. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, when is that? Uh, January oh, 30th. All right, Lou, we, we're taking a yeah, little trip. I'm writing that down right now. Yeah, because we're doing a... Uh, well, um, I mean, long term, that one might become a bit of a traveling one. So uh, this will be kind of the first like. Oh, so you mean like around the country, working, like going working. to different spots or? Uh, potentially. Okay. Um, like we, we've talked about nice. it a little bit, kind of seeing what the interest in, because that one's a sensible sports performance seminar. So it's just the, the three of us. And with that one and the setting of the mm-hmm. gym, because uh, it's Kansas City uh, strength and conditioning, it's more of a like baseball softball specific focused gym um so we're going in there to try to appeal more to coaches and athletes and um and talk about biomechanics fundamentals of performance training um kind of get that merger of a little bit lecture a lot of hands-on um application and like trying to individualize it to the group that there is there so they can best apply that back into their practice. That's amazing. So it's when it comes to, and that we've talked about this on like the last podcast I had you on like a little bit of your background, but uh, when you do these intensives and stuff, have you done anything like this before? I know like your background is like in the schooling, like in like world. So is that kind of helping you progress more into doing this do you th- find it easier to do these type of things like get in front of people and explain things just because of the way you do it or do you think it comes more from you know being the coach that you are uh just on a consistent basis um, both to like give a general yeah. idea i think part of it is like like i enjoy same reason that we were just talking about with the podcast mm-hmm. like i enjoy talking to people that have that passion and like get excited about this stuff and have questions. And like, we can, we can look at like, instead of just like a general textbook answer, like if we're, if I'm in person talking to you, like I don't have to give this baseline answer. Like we can spend some time on this. We can deep dive it. We can like, we can get in application, actually do some of these things. And um, part of that, like in my profession, a lot of it is, has been training trainers. Like even as an, in undergrad, even in my master's, like one of my primary roles was training trainers, training group fitness instructors. And so teaching them how to do these things. And with that, you know, it just comes a natural like presentation, not as formal, like whole lectures or anything, but it's taking them through the steps is talking to, talking to them about how to, um, how to like go about the procedures, how to perform exercise. Um, naturally that just kind of led into me wanting to present. And so looking at conferences and started, um, started pretty routinely, um, doing presentations and, um, alternating where like there was a time where I was doing sort of like the, some specialty certifications or like online certifications probably two every six months for like a couple of years, just looking to expand knowledge and like find resources to start pulling from. Um, Because one of the other things I used to do is I would never give the same presentation twice. Like it was every time I presented, it was a different presentation at a different conference. Mm -hmm. So with that, like pushing myself to still like get new information, get some different thoughts, like expand on some different things. Um, But 
with those presentations, it just helped me expand to other audiences that I wasn't in person. So now I was traveling to um, start doing that. And through some of those connections of um, content, like my continued education, going to conferences, presenting, I met some people that um, helped me get in touch with uh, Ace Fitness. And so for a while, um, my first introduction to like long form um, presentations outside of work Mm -hmm. stuff that might've run four or five hours, like my first eight hour presentation was, or workshop, I guess, was uh, through Ace Fitness as one of their master trainers okay. um, and did that a couple, a little bit. Um, then with everything, again, the last two years, kind of <clears throat> put everything on standstill. Um, and um, for outside workshops, the Prescript Intensives kind of brought that back. Okay. And so like since that look have got back into being able to present getting back in person and just kind of reignited that, um, that fuel to make sure that I'm, um, taking advantage of those opportunities and seeking out some of those opportunities. That's amazing. Hey, shout out to Always. the Prescript family. Cause, uh, you didn't know James, James is one of the Prescript lab coaches. And I've noticed that too. Like when you've been teaching, you know, well, when it's a little bit different than teaching when we're in those things. Right. But just even when you're answering a question that somebody asked, you can tell you have quite a bit of experience doing that and it shows so i think it's awesome just hear kind of where that comes from especially expanding your knowledge consistently like that's i think that's a key thing yeah how how did you even get hooked up with prescript how did this even come about yeah yeah i I never asked this yeah yeah so yeah well and like so anybody that doesn't know like that's how we know each other like all of us know each other through that prescript connection and just like how that community has expanded out and kind of spiraled into like so many different opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like that's Mm -hmm. exact same with me and Sam Brown. Like we knew each other for a year, a year and a half through like screens until we finally got on person. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So kind of like my, uh, the origin story of like me and uh, Prescript. Um, When I was, so whenever I was in uh, grad school, um, seeking out like knowledge and information and like different resources, and it started with um, me listening to Mind Pump. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mind Pump Radio, uh, and like it's a it's a great resource for Huge. trainers yes. and especially new trainers mm-hmm. just to get like such a broad scope of different topics and conversations, um, and shallow happened to be one of the guests and um like with my background of more like more geared tell towards performance and then a little bit of exposure of like movement and things like this um like it just some of the things that he talked about on the podcast and um the videos that came afterwards were just very very practical and i connected very early on with it um, so I think he was on there a couple of times and then him and Jinta started up their podcast. So it's like, okay, cool. Like started listening to them. Um, just started sharing it on my social media and, um, and you know, that's kind of how like we just like through that social media connection, just like here and there, like, Hey, thanks for sharing it. It's like, no problem. Good content and whatnot. And then I think it was, maybe 2017 uh whenever i was working in texas that uh shallow did a um free seminar at destination dallas uh, one of the big gyms down there 
And I think it was like a three hour seminar, like free seminar, probably had 30 people show up. Um, and he did one hour on shoulders, one hour on hips, one hour on spine. And like, it was whiteboard, like kind of like he does like whiteboard, but then pull somebody yep. up and like move their body around and stuff. Um, and so he just kind of went through that and like to the group in this small posing room in destination Dallas, answering questions and whatnot. And then afterwards, um, uh, like had a line of people that were going through and just like getting pictures with him, uh, like having small conversations. Um, and so something I've always done and held value to, uh, with presentations that if you connect with the presenter, um, wait around, even if it's just to tell them, Hey, I appreciate your presentation, yeah, like introduce yourself that. and, um, give yourself that opportunity to meet them. Um, by no means, like by no means have the expectation that like, we're going to dive into this long conversation because they probably have things to do. So be mindful and respectful of their time. But something I've always done is like, Oh, I'm going to stand in the back of the line and at least like, Hey, I dug the presentation. Like it was helpful information. Good to meet you. Um, so same thing did that with shallow, probably waited an hour, a little bit more as like, he just went through talking to everybody and whatnot. And, um, with the small group that I brought, like a student and a coworker, um, we went and we talked to him, just our group probably for another hour. And so that, so I was like, Hey, really good information, but like even more so like, he's a good dude. Yeah. Like he, he was willing to wait around to talk to everybody to, you know, do the like the social media pictures yep. that people do. But, but I was like, he, you know, he just did three hours lecturing to a group just did a whole hour taking pictures and talking to people. And then like he, yes. he was free enough with his time and, um, and just had that conversation. And so made that connection, like that in-person connection, kept doing the social media thing. Um, there was one podcast that like, I was just kind of cracking up about because uh, like they shouted me out. On, I was literally um, just going to mention that. That's how I found you there. Like literally that's how I found you. That's so funny. You mentioned <laughs> that. I was thinking that this whole time I was like, how did I? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So like they, they uh, made that shout out. They're like, yeah. And James there from Topeka, Kansas. Yep. I was like, like I got to check this dude out. I was like, okay, let me, look him, let me look him up. Um, so yeah, like after that one, uh, we just kind of connected a bit. Um, and like in that time, I forget the exact time frame, but somewhere in there, they started introducing the labs. So, um, because PSL one started in 2019, if I remember right, cause it, I was like the first iteration of it. So started doing that, starting do started doing the like cert in the labs that came with it and on the labs, basically like sat there, listen, but my goal with these is always to like have conversations and like, not just like be somebody that's sitting there being lectured to, but like, Hey, let's dive into this. Let's break this down. And so what would happen sometimes is like, um, like Jordan, uh, or like shallow Jinta or Killian were on these labs. And I would notice sometimes like, because there, there's quite a diversity of trainers that come into like some of the prescript programs um different knowledge base and everything like that and so i would notice that like hey sometimes like people are like yeah. what the fuck is he talking about uh, sometimes like i just like reiterate of of what i was hearing i was like so basically like this 10 minute conversation that they just had like 
these are the fine points mm-hmm. to it. And like try to make those connections and connect those dots with people. Um, eventually that led to like them asking me to like jump on the podcast with them. Eventually that built into like joining the um, labs and doing that for a while. And that built up to um, built up to uh, like doing the intensives with them built up to me and Mac building, building out a uh, programming uh programming course so you know it's just like boom boom momentum really carries man like as long as long as you stay active with it and like don't have the expectation it's going to happen by itself but you actively pursue it like that momentum just carries and you can build on it and it just you never know where it's going to go but as long as you you watch Chappelle show somewhere well Um, they have they have it on where like uh he'd have the angrier gangster Barack Obama, and you're the opposite for prescript. You're the Buddha of after yep. Killian and Shallow are screaming about something. <laughs> it's like, screaming. there, can you explain what I just yelled about for 20 minutes? And you come in, everyone's like, oh. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what I would okay, be like. That that's exactly yeah, what I would say. Like, when I'd be in those labs and Shallow or Killian about Amazing. to throw a laptop at somebody, you know, I'd be going nuts. And then you just, it's like, there, can you just explain what I just said? <laughs> And you come in as the peaceful Buddha with that barbell therapy of yours, that that barbell poetry, son. And he drops it, dude. Well, I trademark. I, I, I got you. Don't worry about it. you see what I did with the word "yes"? Yeah. It's been around forever. Look, you know what I mean. Sort of God. That word's been around forever, dude. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows whose yes that is. Come on, so I got That's you. Amazing. Barbell poetry. Let it. Let someone else try it. Okay, that's someone. You saw that one guy a while ago. He tried to come up on the comments with yes. Oh, what do you think you're doing? (laughs) You can't just say yes anymore. You know what I mean? You got to do You got to give some respect now. Circa 2021, Lou. I mean, you got to teach these kids. (laughs) But yeah, that it really is dope. Because as we're having this conversation right over the Internet, Kansas, Minnesota would have never known. Like, because I have a lot of negative kind of, you know, thoughts of technology and stuff but like you said earlier and like we continue to touch on is like yeah what this does is it opens up the avenue to to connect more when you use it properly because that's the social part of this media stuff right you know when you utilize it and i guess the, i don't want to say quote right or bad but you know the quote right way and like you said it may at least like for you obviously you just said it for me also it makes me want to go meet people in person more because like when you like because mm-hmm. i this is where it's funny too when i hear like people like you guys selves about talking about coming up i'm like damn how old are you you've been doing this for so long because in my i just started this three years ago i'm 32 because my first in my 20s i did the opposite of building yourself up you know what i mean i tried to crash it down so i'm always like damn how long have these people been doing this stuff like oh wait lou people go to college and and learn after high school they don't go the opposite route that you went so it's like dope that online stuff like this can get you into the heads of other people that are like you or thinking like you or going down the avenues that you're going instead of like looking around the people around you like oh what am i gonna do now like i don't want to do what you guys have been doing what do we do now mm-hmm. so now it's like oh now like i'm going to miami this weekend <clears throat> to get into the heads of people like-minded like that again going to virginia going to minnesota you know what i mean going to kansas you going to london uh ohio not england you know, awesome stuff like that. It's and then eventually England. You know what I mean? The England crew's over there too. Like that's what's dope. Yeah. Hey, Again, with that prescript yeah. community they're building yeah. is, it's uh, it it it's creating, for me, it's 
I'm just gonna add like yeah, a dude, it is, Well, this is what that is. It like, creates that just tier. that community of like-minded. That like most of the conversations I have are on computer screens with people in Canada, Turkey, Dubai. You know, it's not with someone in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And eventually, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like I've hung out with more people from New York because of Prescript, you know, or from whatever online. And it's dope that that's what it does. It brings that uh, the connections. Okay, I got a question now for you there. And Lou, you can answer this too. Uh, so as we're talking about this, we're always talking about like like-minded individuals, right? Like finding those people who are uh, thinking the same way we're thinking or at least trying to grow and being growth-minded as well. Um, now, okay, we always search that out. Now, how do you feel about maybe finding people and having conversations where you know they might have the complete opposing view with you? Because I feel like that's something that's not searched out Needed. for. Um through the social media thing, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like even me, myself, I would want to get like more people on the podcast that might have a completely opposing view. Um, just because you have that out in the world, right? You go out and to the store or whatever, something happens, you two people have different views. But um, when we're doing this, it just seems like I'm, I, I know me I have a bias toward, you know, reaching out to there, reaching out to the coach store like I had on people who I can, I know, like can relate to things, but wondering what you, you think about first. that. Yeah, so I think I think it's crucial. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be, if you want to have conversations, if you if you want to like approach something without a bias, and like have a full understanding, it's crucial to have those conversations, to like seek out opposing views, mm-hmm. to think to it uh, by having that. Whether it's reading about it, whether it's having a conversation about it, it gives you context of when this can be right and when this can be wrong. And with that, you don't fall into the trap or the mindset of like, my way is the only way. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I, I think it's like in fitness, but multiple mediums that, that people can get so stuck. And I've only done this system that this is the system. And this is the only way to do the system. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, it, it can be the difference of like whether it's how you should do this exercise or when to implement this exercise, expanding out into like what's a focus of um, training or like different utilizations of of implements or like de- even expanding like values, thoughts, um, how you present yourself, like all these things, like they, they can be interconnected where you can use a, a fitness as a starting point. What I've found is like through the passion and through the, the arena of fitness that gives us a connecting point that we can relate to, but it doesn't mean that like we're like-minded in all of our thoughts, all of our approaches to life. We just have this connecting point. And if we can find this middle ground to connect on, like it better facilitates conversations of differences through other mediums. Um, because you you have this connecting point back that like a connecting point of understanding because that's the big thing is absolutely you need to be critical with your thoughts you need to put them out there that they're you're willing to allow them to be exposed and be wrong or see when it's right and when it's wrong no matter again no matter if it's just your like general thoughts on something or like thoughts on fitness but having that sounding board is crucial. So you don't fall into that trap. Um, what I would also say with it is like, make sure whenever you're going around this, like you're finding people that are willing to have a conversation because it's, because if you run into somebody that has fallen into that trap, 
just recognize like when it's time to call it because if you're going into a conversation to try to win it like it's already lost be there that like hey we can present different sides if you bring up some relevant points like i'm willing to move my thoughts on it or like adapt to that but if it it comes to a like point where we're not having a conversation we're just arguing the same points back and forth like it's lost okay like you have your thoughts i have my thoughts let's Mm -hmm move forward and let's go. Um, and like, you know, part of that, I think it was just inherently in me, partly inherently just like seeking out information that you had to see some objectivity in that. Um, and then really, um, really kind of curated through, um, through school because I started out like my, always had that draw to like, literature that's kind of the barbell poetry that's where like some of that influence comes from um but then like getting into college um my first undergrad was uh poli sci political science and a lot of that is philosophy based and the whole you know the whole point of philosophy is like looking at something and looking to just oppose it to like something else and like it's a whole thought process of this is what I think. Do I really think this? Like, here's something that could make it wrong. Here's something that could make it right. And just trying to like work through that like internal chess match of seeing like where we can move and where we can, uh, where we can present ideas or where we can uh, like cultivate our, our thoughts on a subject. A lot of words, long conversation. Well, no, I was, I was just going to say, I had 30 though, puppies come I was just going to say like, that's how you answer a question though. Like, I don't know. That's why we have you on. Because we could ask one question and you go for fucking a half hour. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's essentially just like chaos that I'm just trying to sort through. I mean, but I completely agree in the sense like what I notice a lot in changing my whatever on basically judging less and just being able to see things more for what they are is like the more like we have to sit down with people that have opposing views because the more we could find our similarities the less we'll look at each other as so different but if we only look at the differences like oh you're communist i'm capitalist can't talk to you like on in louis trust i got some some plans to have some self-proclaimed communists on because i really need to get down to the nitty-gritty of what's going on with this and i get it you look at the society in america right now it's so easy to take hold to the opposite of what you disagree with and the opposite of people that look like you, you know what I mean? So it's like, or just to choose, to choose a side, a side always. Yeah. Like so like you, I think it's great to talk to people that are opposing views because a conversation, unless like you said, there is like, well, you could tell you get into a conversation with someone who just wants to win. And it's like, what are we, there's nothing to win here. So even debates aren't supposed to be won. They're supposed to be debated. When you put win around it, then people have this, they're connected to what they're about to say so much. If you say something different, emotions, feelings get involved instead of just this, this human connection. But when you can have those conversations with people that have opposing views and still jive and at the end, hey, it was great talking to you. Like, you just kind of became friends with someone who thinks opposite of you. Wow, look at that. We could live in harmony and think different. That's a beautiful thing without hating each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about podcasts and shit and this stuff too. And the conversations is like, yeah, like invite it more. Like hopefully someone does hear this and they heard what we just said. And it's like, 
oh yeah, I got this idea. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Right, cool. Cause let's that's how on. humans will yeah. be, I think better in the future is like, let's stop looking at all our differences and start looking at our similarities. We're all humans. We want food, shelter, water, and we want to help each other out for the most part, you know? Let's look at that instead of like what you think about what that guy just said over there that has nothing to do with us over here and fight about that, you know? Exactly. So beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, with that, like to have those conversations, it takes mm. a degree of emotional intelligence mm. that, that you can be passionate about go. something, but like that passion doesn't have to yes. overtake the conversation or again, you don't have to be right mm -hmm. on it. And sometimes like being able to, that a lot of people have these emotions that they hold on to and they build up and like it never has this expression outwardly of conversation. It's more so just like focal point, like I'm mad about this. Here's, here's this thing where sometimes with these conversations, especially if you can go in cool, calm, collected, or you have that emotional intelligence that you can be that sounding board for somebody like you might offer a different lens of perception for them that they hadn't considered before. I literally Damn, just had this that. over the weekend. Um, I went and uh, like was going through a, a new course um, that I signed up for and like using that to study while somebody else was studying. Um, and we started watching uh, Joe Rogan stand up triggered. Mm. And uh, they said to me, they're like, I only made it five minutes into this. And like, I got so mad. I had to like, stop it. And I was like, okay, like, we're going to watch this again, but like, tell me what I want wow. you to actually listen to what you say. And like, give me, like, tell me like what gets you so angry. You have to turn it off, but like actually listen to him, not just the perception of like, uh, like, you know, he's this like white man that hunts and everything like that. I was like, just listen to him as a comedian because like, he's like, my opinion, like fairly opinionated and like balanced, like he has opinions, but he's pretty balanced and open to conversation. You can just tell that by the variety of guests he's had on. And so like we get to that five minute marker and, um, and it's uh, like, it, it's the part where basically he's talking about the person that broke into the white house and was like running around there. And what like the trigger point was that, in the joke, a woman shouldn't have been guarding the front door of the White House unlocked alone. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that was the whole bit. Of, and it was like, hey, the rest of it's funny. Like, we just made it through this whole, like, 15, 20-minute spiel of it. You've been laughing the whole yeah. time. But it's only because I was here to be like, hey, it's just that. Like, can move forward and you actually heard the rest of it and, like, heard it out in its entirety. And, like, it revealed a little bit, like... Hey, yeah, this is kind of funny. Yep, that's a you know, but, but but sometimes it takes that like external, external sounding board or just like another person to get you out of your head and get you out of like that that place that you've built up in your mind where like you're not you're not as open to receive information or like hear something in its entirety. By all means, at the end of that, if they would have had the same opinion, be like, that's mm -hmm. fine. Like you heard it out. That's, yeah, that's all I need yeah. you to do. And like, talk me through that. Like, this is why I feel it this way still. Like, okay. We, we have different thoughts on it, but like, I'm not going to try to convince you that you're wrong or anything. But I think sometimes like twofold of it, that, that we can get so into like 
the like-mindedness that we, it's such a safe place that we never have that willingness to step outside of it. I think that's like Lou with you going to the presentation this weekend, like that's exactly that. There's, there's a connector of both these people are at a very, very high level, very, very intelligent in fitness that have a disagreement on something. And it's just, Hey, here's exposure to any of this audience that's watching it. Like there's not a right or wrong. It's like, Here's, here's an approach. Here's an approach. Both have got great results for people. Mm-hmm. It's just like, which one do you more align with or like, or even better if you can hear it and you're like, okay, here's whenever I would use this I side. Here's whenever it. I yeah. would use this. Yeah. Side. yeah, exactly. Like cherry pick all things and um, apply them like to your practice. Like be, be open enough to hear all these resources and like the other side of it. And, you know, this gets a little bit more like life and stuff. Um, but like the other side of it is it scares me way more than like whenever I hear crazy shit that I'm like, Oh, that's crazy shit. I'm not scared by that because very easily, like I can hear that and like, well, here's a list of things that I disagree mm-hmm. on. What scares me more is whenever like, mm. the suppression Did of you look at thoughts. that. Uh, uh, Never, you know, whenever they're, whenever it's not allowed to be like, whenever it is restricted, where you can't hear those thoughts, like, you can't have that like internal checklist of like, okay, I disagree on these things, like, whatever the person was presenting, whatever the practice is, whatever the thought is, like, here is it in its entirety, like, it's open and available, I can hear this, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that, you sound batshit crazy. Like very, very easily that's put to sleep whenever it's, it's put into a public forum that is allowed to be understood. Whereas whenever these things, like whenever something is suppressed or restricted, that it, it starts gaining momentum and a following just through the application of that. Like we see it through the, like through history of like burning books or like suppression of speakers on campus, on university campuses or like even with social media that there's like suppression of things. Whereas like the, I mean, we're, we all live in the U S like our first amendment is um, freedom of speech. And that's through so many mediums. And there's a reason that like, we are the like only ones with freedom of speech built into our constitution that like, that's how much we value it. And, and I think like sometimes that can be lost on, on us absolutely or underappreciated of what that truly means. It doesn't just mean you get to hear the things that you want to hear. It means that uh, it, things that you don't want to hear, things that you don't agree with are allowed to have conversations about that. Like Lou, you were talking about like yeah. wanting to bring on communists, which is I mean, fantastic. Like I, I disagree with quite a few of the like application of like, of like all of it. For the most yeah, part, had, like, I mean, instance, look at history, history like, and look who's been preaching for it. Everyone whose parents left communism and come to America and you just in a co- Get me started, please. This is this is not the setting. <laughs> and this is an introduction in the trust. <laughs> yeah, switch but, it up. Yeah, like, you know, with like being able to have those conversations that there's been points in time where you will go to Precisely. jail. And in a communist con- country, you would go to jail for even having such a debate. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in, in, you know, like it, it's, it's a mindset and mentality that goes into it, that it's, it's open to being that sounding board. It's open to having those discussions 
it doesn't matter if it's in politics. It doesn't matter if it's in like education, how you raise kids or fitness. Like it's that should go into all these mediums of how people approach and like their willingness to like expose themselves to different thought process because that's like growth forward in being able to hear different approaches, but it also helps solidify. Like, yeah, your something you said much something. earlier that I was going to hop on is like the, the getting out of your head with the conversation. Cause if you stay in your head, it's not really, it's, yeah. it's with this only. So you're only going to be get, it can get you crazy. You know, when you step out of that is when you can get true answers too. you know, like really back and forth with another human. Otherwise you're just going to stay up here with it. And then what, you know, like I think you get great answers with yourself, mm-hmm. but about yourself when it comes to like, other things that other humans have to be involved in like fitness or science or anything that's not involved with only the world within you, then yeah, go talk about it, go discuss it. You know, I think it's a little different though when people are like, um, excuse me, tarot reader, what does the moon say today? I have to see how I'm going to feel. That's a little different to me. But if it's like, yo, Hey, how do you think about this? Cause I'm bouncing that around my head. Cause if you only keep it in your head, you're only going to find out what you're, you're figuring out. You know, it's, it opens that conversation, gets people out of their head but it's also very comforting for people to only hear what they want. So like you said too, it's growth. That's what people are not understanding. When you stifle speech, when you stifle ideas, you're stifling not just anyone's growth or collective growth, you're stifling your own growth to challenge your ideas, to challenge yourself. Cause that's how do you grow is through stress, through a challenge. That's anything you adapt to it and you grow, you know? So you're not just going to grow if you pick one note. Like if I, like I'm very, in with pre-scripting honestly shallow could probably tomorrow say something i'm like yeah that's it that's it you know i'm not stupid i'm very aware of myself yeah i'm very <laughs> aware of myself. Doing it this way but being said that's why i still went and go pick up pat davidson's book and learn that and i learned so much from that like and then you still i still go to nasm for some of my learning stuff the difference is still nasm is very much so in their ways and it's tough to learn from people like that i like to be yelled at sometimes you know so it's like it's cool to get the, to have that understanding and that's what's gonna has helped me grow in the business is not just sticking with just nasm like you know ace i don't even want to talk to you because yeah. you're in ace fitness you're not with nasm you know what i mean or like wait you only follow Ugh. pat davidson and not prescript go i mean i'm kind of like that with prescript though. <laughs> i was just gonna say though i think that's a really big tip <laughs> to any coaches who may be listening or anybody who's like getting into it because that's like something that i think helped me grow to like even be able to reach out and have these conversations with more people is just being that way in like listening to mind pump and listening to who they suggest who they don't suggest and going over there finding that it just gives you like you said just multiple different ways to look at things and also i don't know if you guys do this but i'd be in podcasts oh have to i swear i'm I'm in the podcast oh like that oh i thought you were just listening in general yeah Yeah, yeah. talking back to it dude (laughs) Nah, man i'm i'm talking back in my own point of view everything i don't know he pauses it it, like you know thanks for asking me this (laughs) i I appreciate it sal now let me give you my response on it (laughs) let me this is my view yo but I mean, I mean, really though, like I did the exact same yeah. thing, like as a young trainer listening to mind mm-hmm. pump did the exact same thing when they got into their Q and A's, I'd pause it. That's how I'd I'd answer. Like, okay. Yes. This is how I would answer yep. it. Let me unpause and hear them. That's and so it's funny. like, yep, this lines up, this lines up. Be like, Oh, mm-hmm. disagree on this. Or like they went deeper or like in a different direction than I was even going to take yes. it. So like, Honestly, Dude, that's like it, it sounds funny as no, shit, but helps. I did the exact same thing. You. And I think it's that good practice whenever you don't get to regularly have those conversations yeah. you, because now it's like 
I'm having a conversation with myself, but like I'm creating the sound. I'm gonna start doing that now. Like you guys just hooked me up with some. It works, man. I'm thinking like that's how you get the thoughts rolling. You know what I mean? It's like it's like when you Mm -hmm. go to like read like when when I go to read a book now. It's not just reading a book to read a book. It's like all right, what am I looking to get out of this chapter? from this page from you know and it's like if i don't get anything it's like you probably just read and, and we're somewhere else though because same thing if you're listening to a podcast and you're like mm-hmm. all right let me take some points what am i trying to get out you know like anything if you actually get the attention and focus into yeah, exactly. it and that's probably why you're excelling mm-hmm. at what you're doing as well to have the because i mean like we just talked on earlier about hopping in the prescript labs like when you would start talking i'm like cause i don't know who you were you know i was you're shallow killian and then you hop on i'm like he's he's not He's not me. He's not. He doesn't like any of these people. He's he's he was this guy. Like, he knows everything. You know, he like like you knew you st- you knew you knew your stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like obvious now. I didn't know you did this, but you saying you would do stuff like that, like figure out the conversation with yourself. It's like, oh yeah, duh, makes sense. Look what he look how he, when he hops on a prescript lab. It's like hey, this guy's got to have done this before. Where would he come from? You know. So it's mm-hmm. it's def- it's obviously worked. It's phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to have to it's give a, that a try. A, a lot of I usually do it with like angry thing. Yeah. I usually do yeah, that with like things. Like, that, yeah, he's probably I'm like sitting in my apartment. Like, how are you talking about? Down. How could you think that? You know. So I gotta try. I gotta try it the opposite way, where it's like, where it's a learning <laughs> experience, not just me screaming in my apartment by myself. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely different. It's weird to take yourself out of it because I'll notice like sometimes I'll be driving. And I'll be like, damn, what were they just talking about? You know, like you'll just do that sometimes. You're like, wait, hold on. Let me bring it back. And that's like where I picked that up on. No, that's funny that you do that too there. Yeah. That's, that's funny. The the worst is like I've had this too on long trips because I just load up mm-hmm. podcasts. Is whenever you get so into it, you're like, oh, these are these are good thoughts. Like, and then I'm having to go between the podcast and notes. notes. Yeah. <laughs> just like go like, wait, back hold and on. forth. No. Hold up, hold this up. I literally have like in my notes, I have podcast learns and I just have a bunch yeah. of different podcasts I listen to and I'll just go in there and just voice over something real quick. And yeah, it's cool. so cool too that you brought up mind pump because I'm yeah. like, yes, when I first got into fitness, that's why I started following. I'm on a good path. I'm on a good path. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how I found Thayer too. Or, uh, that's how I found shallow as well. That same interview you were talking about earlier. Uh, and then all those videos they dropped on, was it like some, there was some shoulder stuff. I think it was like a shoulder series they did together. The hips uh, one. That yeah. put me on to him. And then I all, yeah, the hips one, I just went way back into his old like muscle. Yeah, we did like the short hair and like, stuff. watched yeah. all that. So the short hair, yeah, the bust. The, the yeah, you want to hear, you want to hear a quick like personal, oh, like hilar- it's hilarious. This is how much, this is how wild life is, right? Go for it. I think it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. Yep. Right. Cause I've been in there a year. It was about a year and a half before COVID. A couple months before COVID has to be two years ago, mm-hmm. right? I'm at an event. I'm not going to name the event because I don't drive with the person. And in New York, you can guess what it is. And I see at the time, it's just the muscle doc. I couldn't even go up to him to say hello. That's how like starstruck I was because I was so into him. Because to me, when I first got into fitness, it was like geeky people that I didn't drive with. Like I can't even, I couldn't even sit down and chat with you right now. Forget learn. And then I find prescripts. I'm like, these are my guys. Beard, screaming, cursing. This is my people. That it, That's yeah. It was, was like you're you're learning from like yeah, just jacked people that are very intelligent. So it's like yeah, this is my style. You know, not that I was very not that I'm intelligent, but you know, some size. So like I couldn't even say hello to the guy. Now it's like now I look back at that time and I'm like, it's so wild how much time changed in like the sense even with growth of yourself that like yeah. I was just like oh my 
because I was with a girl from the time. Like, do you know who that is? And I'm, she didn't know who she was. She didn't know who he was. So that 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 relationship ended really quick. Peace. Okay, we we broke You're up like a here. week later, and she thought it was something else. But really, it's all because she didn't know who Shadow was. You just sat at you sat at home the whole time. Like, the second she didn't know who he was, I was like, what? This is a waste of a ticket. Oh my it's god. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's it's so dope. Oh and and you know goodness. what? The internet is what got me past it because I we became friends over yeah, that. Either. You know, driving through the labs, me just doing what I do, and then shout me out that one time on RX, and then it was just off to the races. You know what I mean? And it's fuck Dude, I was so hyped when I heard that. I remember like me weird. and you were already like partnered up and I was sitting there one day. I'm driving, I'm like, I'm like, Blue, did you hear that shit, dude? It was I weird. was like, bro. Oh, that's amazing. I guess, like, I mean, the takeaway from this all for me is just, like, you got to search, you know, it kind of starts with, like, you know, going for the people you do, you do want to have these conversations with, right? And then expanding upon that. And then from there, growing it into, you know, looking at things from the different views, whether you listen or read things that have opposing views or whatever. It's just all growth minded in that aspect of just going forward. And I, you see that with us just everybody kind of in the prescript family that I talk to on a regular basis. It's just mm. always driving forward, driving forward, driving forward. And that's just what we got to keep doing. I love it. So there, before we end it this today, I need to know how's training going for you right now? Cause if you guys don't know this man, yeah. he's, a strong <laughs> he's strong, he's strong. So I need to hear how training is going. Then I got another little question. For you. Uh, it's going pretty well. Um, like it's, it's consistent. I'll say yes. that. Like it's oh. it's going consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, like my my training. I mean, it's it's pretty much just my Instagram is just training logs and every now and then the blue suited <laughs> gentlemen show up. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's four strength days and then um a five or six depending on the week like creative day. And so it's like there's some diversity in in it where you might see like this past week I had three like as a accessory lift three sets of 10 on the safety squat bar which was <laughs> death um, yeah worst bar effort worst bar effort just wants to crush you in the hole um but yeah it's going it's going pretty well like um where I'm at right now it's it's where I like to be on my strength training is like heavier weights yep. lower reps you're like, like in that, that in, yeah, you're in that cycle of training right now where you're kind of just like, yes, I get to just kind of grip and rip. <laughs> exactly. So like there, there's that and it just, it helps facilitate that like creative day where it's now I can go do like shit that, that isn't going to show up in my program, but it like helps facilitate it where like, okay, here's all the things we focused on like during these four, like this is the other stuff I want to do. These are like the other movements. Like Lou got introduced in a, uh, at DMV, that got was, introduced to the SS Pendulum. Wild. Oh, that was oh. wild. And it's, you know what was so dope about it, too, is the fact that I skate. Dude. And it was still such a challenge because it was so different. That undulating way, you'd that think, undulating yeah, think uh, it would be a little bit load easier. is amazing. And it's simple. I've wanted to try that ever since I've seen you post that. I was like, damn, that looks so fun. That was, I was like, so oh, happy so when you brought that out. Because I, I was like, I, I mean, I think I, yeah, that, was that cool. day two when I was just... Mm, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it too yeah. is a little yeah. rough. <laughs> you know I mean? So when you pull, I come, I was barely there. When you pulled that out, I was like, oh, I'm so happy because I forgot about seeing this. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that thing was so all that yeah. stuff you do, and that's just because uh, I was just re-listening to the podcast we had about it, and you are consistent because you've been doing the four days with like the two, one or two days to explore things, working with the mace, the on it mace, and mm-hmm. checking for stability and all those phenomenal things you know and it's and it also shows a great way that you can be in the gym without having to go nuts you know what i mean like some people it's like oh, i gotta go to the gym today and i gotta and that's another thing i got out of what you said last time was like yo make it more enjoyable you know what i mean don't make the gym something to yeah. not like to do make it more enjoyable even if you love going to the gym and just playing basketball there better than sitting on your couch playing basketball for nba 2k you know so it's like make it more enjoyable and it's dope that you leave yourself that room to do such to explore things try different things yeah yeah and in like a lot of the like honestly a lot of little of the saying like life sayings i have come through like are applied to the gym but they expand out to other places like uh walk when you must sprint when you can like hey if you're having a shitty day like do what you can and like get it done and whenever you have good days like you don't have to run off program and like try to max, but like, Hey, let's, you know, let's play with this a little bit. Like we can go a little bit harder. We can go a little bit faster or um, like exhaust the body, settle the mind. Like my, it, like I said, it's chaos up here. So having that physical outlet to be able to like exhaust myself, um, settles yeah, things a bit. Like, a it helps me sleep and that, that's saying that you have with uh walk, Sprint when you can, walk when you bus. That helps me personally so much. When I'll, I'll think about some days when I'm like, <sighs> I feel like death. And I'm like, all right, Lou, so don't go to the gym and do all this. Don't go to this program. Don't do everything. Do what you can. So, like, it could be just show up to the gym today. And some of those days happen to be the best lifts. lifts you know what I mean? Or, like, all right, you know what we'll do is we'll yeah. settle on the gym. We'll go tomorrow. We'll take a day. But, like, let's get to a little extra client stuff today. You know, like, it, I having that idea instead of, because it was the same with me. And then I'll beat myself up, analyst with the paralysis, where I just lay in bed watching Seinfeld all day instead of doing anything at all. Where it's like, because all I was thinking about was doing was having a run that it scared me into not even moving, mm-hmm. period. Not even starting instead of just walking instead. So that's really personally helped me out a lot. Yeah, and- and man, like you, you kind of bring it to the point of like, go like, instead of not doing it, like doing it and figuring it out from there, like that's, that's part of where it came from was like, you don't know, you don't know how it's going to be until you put yourself in that arena to like, figure it out. But like, um, like everything feels like shit. Like I'm going to walk, I'm going to take it a little bit slower or like, I mean, again, it's not the smartest, so don't take much of the advice that I say, but like there was a time where like I had I had a pretty bad like SI thing going on and it was a squat day and I was like, "Eh, I don't know how this is going to go, but like started putting weight on and what it did, it challenged me to stay in position. Mm. Like my margin of error was so Mm, much smaller that I had to be on where it's like, hey, figure it the fuck out or you're going to get hurt. And yep. yeah, and so it's like, oh, guess what? Hardest <laughs> brace that I've had in months today. Yeah. We're not moving. That that phenomenal. That's amazing. But, but you know, you you don't know until you like until you allow yourself the opportunity to figure it out. And like, it's it's okay to like, it's not failure in that mindset of like, it's not failing to walk. I'm still doing something, but I don't know where I need to be, where that challenge is, unless I. Oh, you know, unless I expose myself to it, um, I'm going to just 
at some point you guys just need to stop no, me. It's like I one of that. one of the other like sayings I've been using more and more. And like anybody that has had a conversation with me, I've probably brought this up at some point. So I, <laughs> I apologize to them. Um, but, but like, it's, I think it's because I've been having it so much more honestly that it comes to mind, but it's be an active participant of your life because nobody else can live it for you. And so like, have like, Honestly, though, like so many times hold I've on had to have that conversation. Like, hold on. We got some. Hold on here. This, <laughs> you just blew his mind. Hold on. You, you can if you want to. Yeah, that just blew my mind. This, is, this deserves. Hold on. I need this. Come on now. Don't, don't do this to me. Is it going to go? Oh, my goodness. Is that barbell yeah, pose? Yeah, I can't wait to write amazing. that book for you and then take all the proceeds and credit. <laughs> Can't wait for you. Don't worry, I'll throw, oh I'll throw up a goodness. foundation for you. Don't worry. Yes. They're your foundation, but oh, I'm taking all the money. As long, That's it. As long as you keep your, your own book. Man. <laughs> I'm saving that one. I didn't write any of this. It's all plagiarism. All right. Here's that the forward. That blew my mind. I was trying to get some cheering going and stuff because that was that was well deserved. No, but man. that is a dope thing. God, damn. That is a that dope was... thing to be your own participant. Because it's like literally, who's gonna write your story? Who the who's gonna write your story, man? Mm-hmm. that's like yeah exactly like you know so many like it's very it's easy to find an excuse if you're looking simple. for an excuse you're always gonna find it but mm-hmm. but the thing is like like no no matter if it's like what you want in your education no matter if it's like searching out opportunities even like dating like it's not just gonna happen for you like you have to be an active participant you you have to take steps to gotta put yourself dateable. in situations where you be it's even a possibility. Like no, no matter, no matter what it is, like you have to do it because yeah. nobody else is going to do it for you. Like nobody's showing up to your door. And well, like, you could make hey, a phone call your hopes and dreams. And take you some money out of your bank and make an exchange, <laughs> but that's like the least effort you could do. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's like the least uh, uh. amount of effort you can do into dating so i guess it's like it'd be cheating on yourself it's like it's like, it's like, like if you, this, it's like if you called nasm and we're like yo i'll, I'll pay you you know 500 dollars for a cert and they're like sure for the same cert. thing so it's like you want to cheat yourself <laughs> you want this to last you know what i mean or you want it to be quick it's uh, route you want to go in I life it, you know man. what i mean i love it <laughs> no that's that's just awesome though because it shows there's there's a lot of a lot going on, but you're also able to distill it down to like what you want that way too, you know? And I think that's very powerful to be able to do, like you said, like break it down, like what do you want from life? And then from there, you're able to figure out like what can you do, whether it's your walking day or your running day on a daily basis of like, this is at least still making me go toward what I want. So I love that you brought you know, that, also, that way. Also the oh, uh, ahead, next thing I have to ask you. No, I was just say real quick. Also no, with those ahead, walking days, those walking days where you'll find out some things you want to do in life. Because a lot of times, like my little brother's dealing with yes. this a little bit. It's like, what do I truly want to do with life? It's like, go find out. If you don't love, if you don't like this office job you got right now, go find out. You know what I mean? And it's not just saying you have to quit and do all that stuff. But it's like in the weekend, instead of doing this, go find out. You know what I mean? Instead of staring at the screen or yep. doing something you know you enjoy doing, but you want to do other things, go find out. You know, so those could be those walking. Not every day you wake up with that motivation to go find out, but it, literally a walking day could be you walking out in your neighborhood and going to find something you enjoy. You know, so it's no, that's a mm-hmm. perfect way to look Definitely. at it. So there, if you could, uh, if you could have your own gym, right? You own your own gym. You could have anybody, any three people come train there, dead or alive. Who's who's coming? 
Um, well, first off, I would never want to own my own gym. <laughs> like okay, not not like commercial, not not like that, but your own training yeah, facility. Where you're just we like own, you go we own the gym. Long, but like Three it's people that alive. Like, you want to come yes, work out? You could come here. There, there you go. It's that there thing like, hey, do you? Want I want to be friends. That's yeah. Owning boats. Friends with somebody who owns a boat. I want to be. Yep. Yep. Let's see. So, if I could train with any three people, dead or alive, um, do they have to be fit? Do they train though? Wait, do they train though? Okay, yes. Oh, you're gonna make them. (laughs) All lift weights. So you, you see what you just did? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would have Bill Bill Nye's one of mine because I think (laughs) having him (laughs) in the gym would be super (laughs) sick for some reason. Dog, super (laughs) smart. You never know. Might learn a lot. Oh my god! Just saying. Let's go ahead there. Let me just with your three. Um, well, like, okay, I'm I'm gonna go away from uh, I'll go away from um, just like typical fitness yeah. people because like I know, I know who you're gonna that's say. Easier. Go um, I'm gonna write down the initials in my phone, and if I'm right, if I'm right, right. really quick, really quick, because I think I, I have a feeling. There we go. All right, go ahead. Okay. We'll see. It's written down. Hands out. Hands off. Okay. So um. Hands <laughs> gonna be here the whole time. So the three, I'll at least throw one of them for a loop for you. Um, none of them that I know were trainers, but like right now, where my mindset is, my answer could also be very different tomorrow. Yep. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, let's go. Oh, white side. Uh, he, he, he got side. it. He got it. He got it. So, he can uh, see it. Uh, Aristotle and. JFK. Oh, there we Son. go. Now, why? I got it. I got it. I got the quote here. I would love to, to work out with JFK just so we could smash together afterwards in the White House, son. <laughs> you know what the gym in the White House would be like? And then Marilyn Manson cup. I mean, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. That got weird. Marilyn Monroe shows up. Or, uh, <laughs> Teddy Rowe, you'd have to fight. Teddy Roosevelt would have been. You, a yeah, yeah, uh, yo, yeah, you've been a fighting bear. With you though, <laughs> you know what I mean, I like the Oval <laughs> Office. <laughs> definitely yeah. Thayer too. Thayer would yeah, definitely bring the fighting bear. Like, I figured, you know what I mean. Yeah, here we go. We got this. <laughs> Come on, Pez. Come on, man. This is this is training. Yeah, that's amazing. That's I knew amazing. it. I knew you. So, growling. so, so, let me hear why real quick before we end it with uh, each person. Um, I need to know. So with uh, like pose work, I so like just kind of like my life philosophy of stuff. Like Poe is very, very like dark, depressed, mm-hmm. and like the and like has has that like almost can be taken as a negative view yeah. on life. But like I connect with it because like I like emotions set on a spectrum and. And my approach is like there there's an you don't get the extremes of joy without accepting the extremes of sadness. And because like we we can't we can't just have like everything can't be all good or all happy. Like there has there's gonna be that backswing throughout life and and in not like I mean to you know to a different conversation a little bit, but like same thing with depression like there there's an acceptance of depression that it's not something that can be defeated or like that that you're gonna fight against or like you're gonna kill it like in an acceptance of like hey this is a time right now and how i'm feeling 
I accept that, but I know there's going to be another time where like, I'm not to this state or not to this degree, but it's that acceptance of an emotional spectrum that to me allows an enjoyability of both. Um, Cause it's kind of like, like night and day. Like the reason we appreciate the sun is because we get the moon. The reason we like the warmth is because we know what the fuck cold feels like. Um, but like understanding that. And so I have an appreciation for his writing because I see the sides of that, of like, this is like his writing is a bit more of what people want to avoid or want to steer, steer clear of where like I'll lean into it a little bit. Um, I mean, I have, plus I have, uh, some of his words tattooed on me. So I feel like I owe it to the man. Um, Cause like the, like the quote I have is uh, words have no power to impress the mind without the exquisite horror of their reality. Because Damn, like words funny. are made up mouth movements. We, you know, we put value to those words depending on how we feel about them or how they expose us. Yes. And so like, fuck, I'll, I'll do some squats and let this man say poems. Hell yeah. That is a great <laughs> idea. That would be, that, is that would like, be. As you're, as you're going honest. into a hole with like 315 on your back for like the, you know, for you it's like the eighth or ninth rep and he's just reciting some poetry <laughs> in your ear that would be like that would yeah, be like Corey just, Taylor like, screaming Slipknot lyrics into my ears I'm fucking uh, exactly yeah, same, same like I have I use a little t- hashtag that says like, play violence because that's mm-hmm. like whether it's over the radio on hard sets or it's just Bro, like up here yeah. but that'd be like watching the application just like just him We're re- watching re- your, your Instagram is like you can tell that it's I, at least I feel like it's like you in your head it. you're just like but you're so just like I'm gonna go up to this barbell I'm gonna lift it off the ground I'm gonna put it back down like that's how you approach it like you could tell upstairs you're just and it's like lift it up put it down very fair very fair squatting ones the whole thing I love the deadlift one because it's always from like a little bit far back you got dogs in the background yeah I mean he just walks up so casually yeah you got some big ass dogs that walk around your gym dude oh. Yeah, like Steve, Steve the Mastiff, he's almost 200 pounds. Well, when I come visit, I'm going to take him for like, a ride around the town. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to hop on. <laughs> but, you know, with that, like, like it's – there's – um, with that, like, it, it is that mindset of, like, kind of a tunnel vision focus yeah. where it, it's not necessary – it doesn't – for me, it's not an outward expression of this. It is, it's very, very in my head in the focus with that. And – I'll give you guys a little fun tip. So on like hard lifts or whenever I'm trying to maintain that focus, I started naturally doing this and then, um, and then like realized that I do it. Uh, cause everybody has like natural mm-hmm. ticks or like, you know, little slight things that they do. So one that I noticed that I do on hard lifts is I'll snap. Like you'll see that in my deadlift videos when I walk I've noticed away, that. Snapping. Yeah. You do that. Like, so what it is though, it's almost like a dog clicker. So oh. using it to like, by putting an auditory to the, like, to the mental state, it's getting me to focus on that in no distraction anywhere else that I hear that. And it helps me retain that headspace. Okay. But it's also being mindful of like with, with the music, with the snap, like use it in a very, very like small specific setting to maintain that is like a stimulus or it being useful, but like just fun fact now. So if you see videos and doing that, that's, that's why like, I'm like doing a couple it. months ago, you're going to see so many kids. Um, Interesting. Let's see. So who were, oh, yeah. 
JFK. I forgot the middle guy because I started yelling about it. The other one. Yeah, uh, Poe, JFK, Aristotle, and, uh, Aristotle, full um, throttle with Aristotle, so like, baby. Just, um, like old philosophers. Mm-hmm. I just vibe very, very well with old philosophers. Just in that thought process, like, um, uh, like Aristotle, uh, Plato, um, Socrates, like. Aristotle, I like because he he was influenced by uh, Socrates as well, and like like the the whole class of Socrates, like one of the <clears throat> founding philosophers, or like one of the first Greek philosophers, the philosophers that came out of his school, um, like had similar thoughts and approaches, but also had different thoughts and approaches. So having somebody that like had that was influenced by i think that'd be like the next generation would be interesting to like have that conversation um i think it was like i could have gone socrates because i do vibe with him as well um maybe i'd change it yeah let's go socrates Socrates. Uh, because he does he does have the one the quote about um physical like um that you got to be fit but basically that like it's a shame if a man never knows his physical ability, uh, like through training, through performance, it's used all over the internet, but like great quote. Um, also like two things that are real cool about him, his, his approach to debate. Yeah. He only he asked them only never asked questions. answers. And like, I think that shit's funny as hell. What he would do, he'd hear somebody present their topic, their presentation, their discussion, and he just poke holes in it. Yep. He's like, this, this is why this doesn't work. This is why this doesn't work. And so instead of ever forcing him to give an answer, they would just have to defend the points that he poked. And so he'd, he'd win debates, never actually giving, giving an answer. answers. It's just like, yeah. hey, this is why this could be wrong. This And like to me, it just comes off as like, eh, I'm going to fuck asking questions. Yeah. It's <laughs> asking questions. That's so dope about uh, it. Yeah, it's just yeah. – but why? Yeah, no, that's – I like well, that. And, and like, I mean – you know, besides like whatever the like Greek stuff, history, true or not true with <laughs> some of the weirder stuff. Um, but like man went out on his shield. Um, if you don't know, like he basically he was sentenced to death for corrupting the youth because um, because they didn't like the conversations and thoughts that he was presenting. And like some of the stuff that was coming out in in the youth coming up of them challenging political thought. Um, they didn't like it. So they're like, okay, we sentence you to death, but like on the DL, like you can get banished to an Island and like, just live out there, but yeah. you don't get to be here anymore. It's like, yeah. nah, I'll take death. Dang. Yeah. I didn't just, know all that. Yeah. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm, I'm out. out. I'll drink that. I'm not, I'm out. I'm yeah. Like, he's a G. He's one of the OGs. But like, you know, that like, yeah, like it's, it's like, Hey, this is what you stand for. Like, here's your chance to stand for it. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. What about JFK? I got to know about JFK. Wow. What, uh, and what intrigues you work yeah, out JFK. with him? Yeah, so, so I think, like, at least in some of, like, in his policies and his approach, like, he was very, very level-headed. That we, mm-hmm. I mean, right now we grow mm-hmm. up in a political side, society that is very, very divided. And it's, you can only be this, you can only be, be that, like, leans very hard on the two-party model where, like, I think he, he came up in a time and place that was, like, a bit more open to, like, Hey, we're not these extremes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I see both points. Like I like this part of it. I like this part of it that it's 
it's a lot more um, balanced. So being, you know, just like that's president wise, that's one of them that I look to that it's like, it'd be interesting to like see, to hear his thoughts on, on certain things or just to have that conversation. And, and during the time of um, like the, during the time he was in just everything that the he way was he dealt with it too. Deal with. Um, so being able to, yeah, being able to hear a like first, like in-person conversation about that all while, like we know now, like a lot of things he was doing that wasn't necessarily publicized. One of which is like smoked heavy weed, son, all the fucking yeah. time, heavy, heavy weed, weed smoker, JFK. And like, like, Let's go. like it's interesting. Somebody that can perform at that level to be in that constant pain, because like if any, like anyone that's ever had chronic pain, like it, it's never gone. It's just like, it's always just in your ear. The volume is going to, fluctuate where it's like more present or less present but it's always there and like you don't you don't appreciate not being in pain until you've been in chronic pain and then you're like it's constant and like it's hard to envision an escape of that whenever you're in it i totally agree and so just some you know just somebody that like could perform at that level um with like that much stress going on and having to run a country but also like has like is in this constant pain from this fitness side like that'd be fascinating probably help you get through a couple a couple extra reps huh yeah yeah definitely he was definitely killed awesome by the cia for being one of the best presidents and shutting down operation northwoods where the cia was going to shoot down their own citizens and blame it on cuba just to go to war but hey that's just a conspiracy (laughs) apparently right let's find out more on uh, in the trust (laughs) next week (laughs) oh man no this has been great there we're gonna have to have you uh back on here some more because these are just i mean honestly i didn't know where we were going with this conversation today i told lou i was yeah. like we can talk about coaching we can talk about whatever but i love the route that it, it went uh me myself definitely learned a lot and it was nice sitting back and just listening to the advice you had to give even if i heard it before it always sinks in pretty deep so hope it did for everybody else yeah man like like we talked about like you never know until you showed up like this oh. is this part of it is like we showed up and it's amazing conversation went where it did but um by all means like i'm i'm always down for it like i'm more than happy to come in and like have conversations with you guys all you have to do is like let me know when it My works Jesus. for your schedule and i'll show Say up less. we appreciate we'll you. make it happen some more yes uh so everybody Make sure you check out the show notes, all of their stuff. Oh yeah, there. Before I before I take us off of here, go ahead and shout out um, where people can find you: Instagram, website, all that good stuff. I'll make sure it's in the show notes as well. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, the easiest place to find me would be my Instagram, uh, there twenty five thirteen. Um, with that, it has in my bio the link to everything. Um, my company is Byproduct Performance dot com is the website, so easy enough to follow. Uh, just go there has my email has my website all the things there you go boom and i'll make sure like i said everything will be down in the show notes and just know that everybody is capable of being extreme